Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode with my voice in your ears. Uh, this is your host, Mentor Mel, aka Melanie McFadden, here to give you some more tidbits on things to help you navigate through life. Um, one of the biggest things that I talk about a lot, but I never realized that people may not know what it means, is um, discernment. I say you need to trust your discernment. And I realize that some people may not know what that means. So by definition, discernment is the ability to judge well. Well is the big part. Um, now this discernment can be used in any scenario. Um, work, workplace, personal relationships, work relationships, anything where it encounters another person. Um, so a lot of the times we are trained on discernment, you know, like job tasks that we need to do for, or job skills that we need to know for a work environment, soft skills, you know, those personal development skills right but they never really talk about discernment and being able to decipher a situation like discernment is not that thing that they 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 fully focus on it's kind of like you have to use your context clues on situations but um one thing for sure a lot of people don't have training on is how to enter a relationship and stay in a relationship Um, The biggest thing is entering into a relationship, which is much bigger than staying in a relationship. And a lot of times people don't use their discernment while determining who their potential partner will be. So a lot of times people are approached by somebody and then they're like, hey, they seem like a nice person. Let's go on a date. Now, personally, and this is just my opinion, if you quickly go on a date with somebody without really knowing them, then you are opening the can of worms on yourself. You don't know the person. You don't know what to expect. You don't know how they could potentially act in certain situations. So you actually like leave yourself open to anything. And unless you, you know, well-rounded in the relationship game, then you might want to just kind of sit back and watch the person. So, the biggest thing to know about discernment is you don't get it right the first time. It's not like one of those things you can master. Discernment is like one of those lifelong skills that you will forever work on. Some days are better than others. But honestly, the more you are around different types of people, the more or the better you'll be at deciphering who's a good entity for you or a bad entity for you. So it just kind of depends on your experience and what you've noticed about people as a whole. So, yeah. So. Personally. We all struggle when it comes to the relationship realm, when it comes to like discerning or discernment of a person um no one really tells us 
how to date. That's kind of the thing that we kind of figure out in life. So I just thought I'd give y'all a few tips on things that I've learned. Um, I'm, I've learned over the years to be very, 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 very particular about the people that you surround yourself with. Not everybody deserves a seat at your table. Not everybody deserves to be in the room where your table's located. Not everyone deserves to be in the building, to be near the room that your table is located in. That's how particular you got to be about the people around you. Now, when I was growing up, I just wanted everybody to be at the table. I want everybody to be there. And when you leave your, when you leave the room open to everybody, that's what you're going to get everything. And not everything is good for you. The things that aren't good for you, people don't even realize that they are the bad thing. So I really had to rein back on that, like pull it on back, control it way more. A lot of cuts happen. It's just not everybody's supposed to be there. Everybody's on their own different journey, learning different things. So not everybody is supposed to be at your table. That's for, That's the first thing that you need to know. And that's a big thing for people that are really big people pleasers. So to really be good at this discernment thing is you have to be, you guessed it, good within. So if you have areas of fault in yourself that you note, that you know of, you cannot find sound relationships with people if you are struggling with childhood wounds, abandonment issues, people-pleasing issues, really any type of life skill that needs to be handled solo. Because when you're when you surround yourself with somebody else, then it's just going to amplify. Like even being insecure within yourself. Because you've placed your security in somebody else and they start changing all of a sudden because they're growing as well, you won't take it as a personal hit. So that's why it's so important to like know thyself and work on thyself before you involve someone else is very very important and a lot of times you know when you're and it's 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 actually probably a good trait parents do or try to do they go you're not gonna date until you like 20 it's like okay so it can actually be good things behind that to real that's a really good time period to get to know the types of people that are out there. But of course, society is like, oh, you don't have a boyfriend. You don't have a girlfriend. So, you know, you, you, you get stuck in the, in the train of society in life and following the crowd and kind of doing what everybody else is doing. So that's why people tend to start dating a little bit sooner than they are mentally and emotionally mature to handle. Like if you know somebody young, tell them, listen, take your time on dating, all that good stuff. But, you know, society makes you think you are at, in lack if you are not with somebody. And actually, that's the furthest from the case. I know plenty of people who are in long relationships and are miserable and are trying to find a way out. Sad, I know. But, you know, that's, that's the life they chose. I definitely don't want it. All right. So another step in being good with discernment. So the first one was know thyself. The second one is set your boundaries. What are your non-negotiables? Like what will you not stand for in a person? 
if a person curses, if that's like something that you absolutely hate, then, and you realize the person that you may have an interest in is a cursor, that's probably something you don't want. So you don't want to date this person, regardless of whatever game they spit. That's your non-negotiable. You can, that basically, you do not date someone that curses. And then they're like, oh, well, I can change. So now the change is not authentic to themselves. The change is for you. So if you all of a sudden be like, hey, I can't date you because you curse and they change. And then you're like, I still can't date you. Then they resent you. Then eventually it's going to become resent because they can't curse, quote unquote, like they want to. I know bad example, but I had to keep it simple. But you're non-negotiable. Even if something like smoking. Some people do not like smokers. Completely understandable. That's their non-negotiable. So you cannot bend on what your non-negotiable is. And that's a really big thing in like willpower. And I know the person may be like super Abercrombie Finch model. I get it. On the cover, abs, if that's what you like. Um, you know, so on and so forth. Pick your ideal person and pick one thing that is non-negotiable. And you have decided that because that's your non-negotiable, regardless of what that person looks like, that is not a trait that you want in your person. So stick to your guns when it comes to that. Do not bend at all. Thirdly. Big one, you want to evaluate the person that either is presenting themselves to you or someone that you see as a potential. You want to observe them in a a way that they don't know you are paying attention. And I know it's really creepy when you think about it, but in a holistic sense, it's really not. You really got to watch people nowadays to see if they're putting on a front for you. You know, some people want to make themselves appealing if it's somebody that they really want to go for. And so they're going to give them the image of this is, this is quote unquote who I am. And then when you're not looking, they're a completely different person. So quick example, there was this woman who was dating this guy and she had a dog And when they were in the house together, the dog would actually cower in fear to the boyfriend. And she was like, well, why is so weird? Why does she do that to him, that, and the other? So she put a hidden camera in the living room and she found that the guy was abusing the dog. And because that is a non-negotiable for her, she dropped him immediately. So just because there are one way to you does not mean that they are that way for everybody else. So it's always good to observe somebody when they are not no they don't know that they're being watched. And again, when you say it like when I say it like the way I'm saying it, it sounds weird. I get it, but just think about it. Also, I don't want to say it's like a a checklist, but it really is like a checklist. Based on what you see from this person, do they meet 
the standards that you look for in a person, like the basic standards. We're not talking about like looks wise. We're talking about like morals. Are they a family person? Um, do they, do they seem to have a good head on their shoulders? Are they, you know, personable? Are they, you know, you keep going on and on with the list, right? Customize it for yourself, but do they meet those traits that you deem to be good qualities in the person? And then also ask around about the person, ask around about the person, ask people who know the person, ask people who may have heard of the person, ask around about the person that you have your eye on. You really want to know what type of person you are dealing with. If somebody that you find an interest in and they have a bad rapport around town, People say they're a cheater. People say they're a liar. Then that's probably not somebody you want to date. Do not think you are the person that's going to change them. Because if you if if change was a possibility for them, they would have already done it. You cannot change a person. No matter how much work you put in, you ultimately going to change that person for somebody else. And then you go be that person that's bitter. Well, I did this. And, you know, I made, I got him going and he, you know, he never used to dress like that before I met him. I, 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 I quote unquote made him who he is. Don't be that person. It's not cute. It's not a good look, but happens all the time. And yeah, so you cannot change a person. So if they have a bad rapport around town, around the neighborhood, whatever, social media, whatever, Take that as note that this is somebody you most likely don't want to date. And then lastly, determine whether this is the person that you want. Out of all of your data analysis, observation, self-evaluation, reflection, is this somebody that you see yourself with for the long term? Do you see yourself with this person For the long haul, with kids, married, dealing with in-laws. Is that somebody you see yourself with? If yes, proceed. Problem is, society wants to move quick. They want to go quick. Really fast. Really fast. I know plenty of people who, right out of college, got married. Actually, before college ended, got married. And they're not happy. And they're fighting every day. Now, I'm not saying some people just have that type of relationship. But to me, personally, that's not a very healthy relationship to be in. Arguments are going to happen, yes. But on a daily basis, no. To me, that says there's no growth. To me, it says it's, it's a tennis match and... Everybody keeps hitting the ball in the court, like within the, within the parameters. So the game just keeps going. So use your discernment when you are dealing with people as a whole. I know this, these examples were more tailored towards like a relationship, but I think if you start using that same logic with just quote unquote friends or potential friends or associates, you will have a more solid circle of people that you hang around or that hang around you, that you invite to your room and to your table. Um, You have so much power 
so much power when it comes to the people you surround yourself with. It's actually one of the most underrated tools that people have. They think that the other person determines whether they hang out with you. No, not really. You decide who you keep around you. You decide who you eat with. You decide who you go out with. You decide who you watch movies with. You decide who you go do activities with. You decide who you exercise with. You have all say in what and who and why someone is in your life. So, hey, harness that power, man. It's actually very, very beautiful and poetic when you think about it. There's so much power in having a say in who is in your space, who's in your energy orb, your aura, all of that. But discernment is actually one of your biggest tools that you will have in your life. So I suggest that you work on it. I suggest that you you master this skill because it's really going to help you in the long haul when you deal with anybody. And the more people you know how to deal with, the better you can navigate and and make it to your your goals that you have set for yourself. And also, just just a little fun fact. Even if people have negative things to say about you. Now mind you, if this is somebody that you want in your circle, they most likely will not say negative things about you. But if this is someone that says ne- something negative about you, you have it set up to where your friends would never say anything negative. So this person that is spouting off bad things about you would never have been at your table. So their words are irrelevant and obsolete. Basically, it's a waste of their time to even attempt to talk bad about you. So, again, you harness the power. You have it. It is within you. It's within your soul. You have so much power. You have so much power. And once you realize how much power you have, you will not accept anything less than what you want. Now, you got to be strong. Road might get a little lonely, but it's definitely not impenetrable. The real ones will do what they need to do, and if they value you, they will be the ones that that fit your criteria and what you're looking for in, you know, a person to be with, a person to to consider a friend, you know, business partner, whatever you want. Because again, I keep saying this because I want y'all to get it. You have the power. I've got the power. Like, come on now. You do have the power. Absolutely have the power. So, with the power that you have, that means you can control whatever you deem as successful for yourself. See how I did that? Mm, it, It could do a little work. But you possess the strength to do whatever you want to become however successful that you want, really. So with that being said, I'll try not to make this too long. Y'all have a great evening, day, morning, whenever you are listening to this. I appreciate any and all feedback on any of these episodes. 
they're always warranted and yeah so guys again thank you for listening this is your host mentor mel aka melanie mcfadden signing off peace